Welcome to the Global Exclusive Podcast. On a special Tuesday news day in the middle of maintenance. This is literal chaos. And I'm only here joined by Sinzar. Hey, Sinzar. I am glad to be assistance. Let's go. I think Sinzar's been itching to bitch for the last week or so. So I think this is a platform where he wants to do that. So which of the news do you want to cover first today, Sinzar? Um, for reference, I've got Tojo's post up from Reddit that like recaps all the news. So if you want to just go in order from what he posted, that's sure. fine. Okay. Yeah. Put that actual link in the chat so I can look at it too. Thanks. Awesome. Yeah. A uh, big shout out to Tojo does it every single week. These like news recaps and they're super well organized and easy to read. So thank you to him for doing those. Yeah. Thanks. All right. So maintenance is on a Tuesday. That's the first bit of news. <laughs> that always irks me. Next bit is the banner, uh, Cetra Descendant Aerith. Well, the, re the reason it's on Tuesday is, from what I'm to understand, it's like a national holiday in Singapore. So, like, I think their offices are required to be closed uh, tomorrow. So they have to do it today. Otherwise, there'll be no one to actually do the maintenance. Interesting. I didn't know that. Thanks. Uh, the FF7 remake banner is finally here. What do you think? It's, it's quite loaded. Um, this is a great banner. Unfortunately, this is a banner that no one should realistically pull on because of the changes to Aerith. Um, the only possible reason to pull here is if you want to EX3 Aerith. And because of the global change, which I guess we're going to get into shortly when we talk about Aerith, it's really not worth pulling. And Jesse, while she's really good, can be UOC'd. What's good about Jesse, though? Uh, she's like a support unit. She has a really good um, LB. It's an 87% defense and spirit break. Um, it's also AoE, which is really important because there's a few... Actually, they're all Vision World fights that are AoE fights. I don't know if there's any Dark Visions AoE fights coming up. There may not be, and we're not getting Vision Worlds. But her, her LB is really good for Vision World because it's an AoE 87% defense and spirit break, and it also imperils every element by 120%. So that's um, it's really good for it's really good for dark visions. It's not the best, you know. We've got ninety percent breaks to both sides available with like Venera and Lightning and Louise now, mm -hmm. but it's a really good budget option. So, you know, and she, she's she's good at filling LB gauge. She has in trust. It's just an overall. It's it's one. It's kind of like Realm where she's not like super meta, but she's still a very usable seven star. Unlike someone like Cindy, which is just complete waste of time. Okay, well, I think. The thing that I want to point out about this banner is that the step up uh, pity kind of changed, didn't it? From the original 40k that we're used to. Yeah, we've gotten like this 12k step up. It's um, it's not even really a. I guess I guess it is technically a step up, but you're not really like working towards anything like a regular step up. It's yeah. just like a. It's more. It's more like a pull with perks system as opposed to like a true step up. Right, it's so the the pity system has changed, and that has got some people irked up. Um, for context, I think JP they had a pity for what 100k was it for the F7 armor units? Uh no, there there was no there was no guaranteed whatsoever in the JP server. Oh. On the other hand, they had way better per like way better perks oh, for pulling, okay. but there was no guarantee at all. So assuming you know absolute worst case scenario, you could go 100k and get no copies at all unlikely but it could in theory happen yeah okay 
And in the update video, they talked about it too, but they said this is only going to be for uh, premium MV units. Now, what I find you know, what I find fascinating about you know premium MV units, they were able to stealthily upgrade the rarity without having to actually upgrade the rarity. Technically, this could be considered nine star if you know what I mean, because we uh, the unit requires EX two in essence, right? So, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, and and they are definitely when compared to the other units out there, they they most certainly are a step above in power level. So it almost is like kind of comparing like a seven star to a neo. It's, I mean, they are a really big jump from like going from I don't know Nappy to Sephiroth. Like it is a dramatic DPS increase. Yeah. And we haven't, we don't usually see that until it's a rarity difference. And the fact is, I think the future JP banner units, something like I don't know, uh, Envy Mach, not Envy Machina, Envy Kurosami, I think proves the point. Like Envy Kurosami, absolutely looks like shit to me. Like no matter how how you bake it, but he wasn't considered a premium MV unit, but Sephiroth was. So I think there there already there's already a distinguishing between like a throwaway MV unit and like a premium MV unit. And if that starts happening in here, like without any buffs to those, I guess throwaway MV units, I think. It'll be really interesting to see how uh, people react to it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. You can. I mean, people even make the jokes um, in the JP chat when when a new banner comes. Like, does this unit have like a guarantee or whatever? Oh, it's not premium. It's going to be no good. And that that is a little bit of hyperbole. I mean, the units are still you know good in their own way, but there there is a clear divide between the premiums and the not premiums. It, it's almost clever, but also very un ethical almost in terms of alm's perspective when alm does this because like if if you go from a seven star to nv there's a clear distinction right between the rarity but between this premium nv and a regular nv on the casual player side they can't even tell a difference but from the back end from the game's back end they've already they clearly made the decision okay now we're going to up power creep almost by another rarity without increasing rarity which i think is really deceptive because now the step ups value step ups clearly value it different too right because i mean that's step up but the pity the 40k pity versus the 60k pity, or the fact that you need EX2 plus this versus EX1, and the vision cards, obviously. So, yeah, and, and it's more than just a step up. It's the step up is you know it's a weaker step up. The the pity is is way more expensive. The shards have been removed completely from the summon shop. Yeah. Um, the shards are are not are not going to be in the 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 sale shop either, according to the update video. Um, you can only buy a box of 50, which means you can't buy like the the 10 at a time for for 2k labors, whatever they are. Um, they, they tripled the price of the VIP shards. So like it, these are just very, very clearly far more expensive than a typical unit. Yeah. So that's, I guess the new uh, banner. Do we want to talk about Aerith herself? I think Aerith is a pretty good unit. She's a DV unit, obviously, but she's pretty good. She, she is. She, she's more than that, I would say. She is just very, very good all around. And she is. And the fact that she's free up to EX2 was really mind-blowing on both JP and Global because she is so good. She is, she is like, just better than the majority of actual banner units coming out in the near future. Like, if you compare her to... Um, uh, Sea King Nicole, the one we just had. Mm-hmm. Like I would say, she's she's even better than him, and she's completely free. And the fact that in GL we get her complete kit at EX2, I think, helps a lot. 
Yeah, that that's a bit. That is a really big distinction. And they're, they're, uh, people are kind of upset about like the changes Global made. We really do have to give Gumi credit. That is a tremendously positive change to reduce her EX three skills to EX two, which is within the free the free tier. So that means her Rod and Peril, her AOE Killer buff for both the races are all going to be completely free to every player, and that is just a tremendous power jump on how good she is. I think the auto-buffing kind of helps, too. I mean, it's not the hugest auto-buffs, but the fact that it's there, sometimes for turn 1 shenanigans, it does help that her AoE auto-buffs are also part of the EX2 chain. Uh, which auto-buffs are you talking about? The, her, she has auto-buffs at EX2 and EX3, doesn't she? Uh, no, no. The that, At EX2... Um, oh, right, she, LB. It, yeah, it, fill, it fills her LB to the maximum. So you can use it on turn 1, but it's, it's not like automatically passive okay. or anything. One, one thing about uh, Aerith, I think, that, yeah, that you mentioned is that uh, her EX2, but that also applies to all, all the premium MVs going forward, it looks like. So Tifa's EX2, Sephiroth's EX2 will be their full kit. Uh, yep, Arn and Yuna as well. Yeah, at EX2. Yeah, so all five of the premiums at EX2 get an automatically filled LB, correct. Yeah. No, I mean, sorry, uh, EX2 mean getting a full kit instead of we have we need Sephiroth EX3 for a full kit. Oh, um, well, we know for, for Tifa, Sephiroth, and Aerith. We don't know for Yuna and Arn yet, but, I mean, they're almost certainly going to be as well. Yeah, and I think uh, all the negativity around the last few months have drowned that sort of, like, really good changeover. Because EX3 is almost impossible for even the biggest whales, right? Because that requires so much... I guess units from to be lucky, or either you whale a shit, shit ton. EX two is a slightly more reasonable, I say slightly, but with a very big asterisk. But EX two is much more attainable in the first three weeks uh, or two weeks of a banner rather um, than EX three ever was. Uh, EX two is pretty easy to get these days for banner units. Um, for normal units, because you pull the one copy, yep. you get you get the thirty shards. You can get twenty more shards from um, for two K. And then, or twenty two hundred, you. And if you pull it on the banner, you get fifty more shards from summon coins, and then you get fifty more shards for VIP. So for literally just an extra two K investment, you get EX two, assuming you pulled on the banner and got five summon coins. So that's pretty that's, cheap. That's I'm, for I'm, older units, I, I think premium yeah. units. It's a slightly more expensive because the VIP coin sh uh, shop values changed for Aerith and the other via premium units. Um, I think they got rid of some of the shards in the shop. As you mentioned too, yes, so, they did. So, so that so that that will not be an option for premium units. But again, okay, you're right. EX two is actually relatively easy, as most as unlike some people think it isn't. So, um, yeah. But the other change is that because her she doesn't get her vision card at EX one anymore. It, she, instead, she gets it at EX three. Instead, she at EX one they give her a UOC vision card, which is pretty cool yeah do, do we actually know if Aerith gets that as well because she's a free unit does, does that mean that every player is getting a free vision card pick yes. tomorrow yes from what i understand yes i didn't i didn't because that's actually that's really good that's, if, that's if really you're good thinking about choosing it's almost 100 percent always gonna be louise for most people i think i would i would probably say louise's yeah it's um it is definitely one of the better ones probably one of the best ones because like while the attack power cards are good as well. There's just so many of them as opposed to good mage cards. So probably I would agree with that. Um, somebody just mentioned in chat that you could just save it and use it for something good in the future, but I don't know if any JP future card magic cards are any better. The thing about attack cards, they are dime a dozen, right? Like there's a, I mean, for example, like Noctis wants his own card because of the jump damage or 
some other units want LB damage cards. So there's already a like, shit ton of that. But it's just magic damage LB cards are so rare. And I think Louise is still the best one, even compared to other JP ones. You said JP's still afraid to give out um, uh, magic damage cards, right? Uh, yeah, they, um, I'm pretty sure, I, if someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure we have still yet to see a card in JP that has more than 100 magic as a flat stat. Yeah, so sad. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Um, the next bit of news was fishing cards. Uh, yeah, the one for, uh, Tamo and Gravy, that's, you know, one of those, it's, it's one of the cards from the arena in JP that Global sells in a bundle and then adds to the pool, like, four months later. Uh, it's, you know, whatever, it's, it's got, it's got 25% human killer on it, which is something, but, you know, I, I personally, I personally do not buy those in the shop, I just off-bounded them when they eventually get added later. And then Aerith's card at EX3, uh, it's... I mean, it's a fine card. It's good and all, but but you have to pull to EX3 for her. And the only benefit to get Air to EX3, other than the Chamber of Wills, you know, being an EX3 unit, um, or Chamber of Clash of Wills, I couldn't think of the name. Uh, yeah, her card is is nothing special. I personally would never chase that just for the card. It's, it's not good enough. Um, as opposed to, like, Tifa or Sephiroth, those cards are worth chasing for EX3. This one, I don't think so. Yeah, I agree. It's okay. It's 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 still worse than Louise, might I add. I I think it's worse than Louise. Yeah, the only the only thing um that I would say this card is a really good card for is um if you're going for like Shu Yi for her her meme uh, ew. shift build SPR build. But it's also good for Yuna, um the Neo Vision Summoner in the future. Um, Yuna does get her own premium vision card. So if you plan to pull for an EX3 Yuna, she's going to use her own premium card. But if you're going for like, if you want to pull for Yuna in the future and you're not going full EX3, this is probably the second best card for Yuna because it has 100 spirit, 100% spirit, and 50 LB damage. Those are all three things Yuna does want and needs a lot of. So it's probably the second best card for Yuna in the future. Still not worth the X three. I mean, if you shitter her, it's it's it still is not. It really isn't. Uh, the, the, there's two things that uh, even reframe you. Even if you shitter like you know five, 15, 15 different errors, it's it's just the lack of T pearls right now, right? Like JP gives T pearls out like it's nothing, but like in GL right now, T pearls and shards are just such a rarity that you have to make a good decision if you really want an EX three. Do you want to use it in cow? Yeah, then make it EX three. But otherwise, it's just really hard to justify any EX3s with the amount of T-Pearls that's available in this game right now. It depends who you ask. Um, there are there are players that you know say I've got I've got you know a bunch of T-Pearls. That's not a problem for me. For me personally, I'm usually always low on them. But um, you know, if, if you just compare the income of Transcendent Pearls of Global to JP, like yeah, Global just hands out a lot less overall than you know the JP server. All right, the next bit of news is the MK event. We get a freeze EX3 Reno. That's pretty cool. It is. And and um, if, you know, the, the biggest deal that's going to be is Clash of Wills. Like last Clash of Wills, yes. I, I had to drag along Wolf, Adele, and Charlotte Faisalus just because they were EX3. And, I mean, just to speak frankly, they're basically worthless. They really contributed absolutely nothing to my clear except being EX3. Now, while Reno is not the best unit, he is still a lot more current and a lot more useful than Wolf Adele or Faislet. Although, if we're going to be completely honest here, I'm probably going to be bringing all three of them to my next Clash of Wills. 
he's a breaker in base form, if I remember correctly, and like he did some damage in shift form, I think. Right? Magic damage? He was a Yeah, his Yeah, his base form is a breaker. It also has like some weak thunder damage, and then his shift form is a tag chainer that has wind and um wind and earth uh, elements like tag chain. It's that's basically it. He's like a mid tier DPS unit, kind of. He's the fact I mean, he's, not, he's, a, he's a free unit, so... The fact that he has both, though, I think it could be useful in Cal, especially for budget runs, 100%. Like, uh, I mean, it's lower break percentages, I think, than 90%, but even then, it's still something that people could do, and it's free, so who cares? Yeah, yeah. Um, The other thing that I thought was really cool is that other than Envy, uh, the new Envy Aerith, all the old Envy units still get... Two, uh, oh, it's only 200%, not 300%, but they still have bonuses. So I think people can finish the MK ASAP like they do usually. Yeah, yeah. The, the Maw King is um, it's going to be kind of similar to the one we just had with uh, with Vlad or whatever. Uh, it's going to be one that's that you know most players are going to have really high bonus and it'll be pretty easy to farm. What is there anything here? Any of the gear here that you want? Like, do you think everybody should look to get? Not really. It's 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 all pretty 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 bad. Just to to be completely honest here, um, the the armor like has some resistances on it, which can sometimes be okay, but it, it, it's it's really pretty weak gear. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Other than that, the way that we get EX three Aerith is after the third week. You know how that lines up with DB. Yep, yep. <laughs> that, that means if you want EX two Aerith for that sweet rod and peril and dark visions, you have to pull this week or or next week because I that was um, clever yeah you will not get ex3 until the day at, or dx2 until the day after dark vision closes uh, some people think it's too scummy but i think it's really clever they still give the free unit but they still somehow incentivize pulling for people that want to be competitive in dp i don't know I, I like that yeah but to be completely honest here the the magical dark vision stage this month is weak to fire and dark that that is almost as bad as being weak to water. So I don't think anyone's gonna have problem capping the magical stage. You know, assuming they have the meta units like Terra, Ibarra, Louise, etc. Like you're not gonna need Aerith to cap those stages. And then for the final stage, you're probably gonna build your team based around either the new Tifa or Zidane. So Aerith's Rod and Peril is not really gonna be a big deal in either scenario for the final boss. So not having EX2 Aerith this month. It's not really going to be too big of a deal, I don't think. Yep. Okay. That, that's perfect because uh, uh, I have Terra and Louis, but I do not have Ibarra, so that's uh, sad news for me. Maybe I'll just use VV and call it a day. But that means I have to take Steiner, which kind of kind of sad. Anyways. Oh, oh yeah, v VV for five. I, I always forget about VV. He is still really good in Dark Visions. Yeah, but you kind of requires Steiner, so it kind of feels like you have to take two units for one. Well, he does, but if you look at, like, damage calculations, like, VV contributes something like double Terra's damage because he does rely on Steiner, but it makes up for it by doing twice the burst of Terra anyway. So while you do have to bring Steiner, it's not like you're dragging a dead slot. It's like he's carrying two slots because of it. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to hear. Maybe I'll try that next TV. All right. Um, Challenge of the Brave, that's useless news. Remake Chronicle Battle. What does this Chronicle Battle give him? Is it anything that's worth people's attention? Uh, it's it's two really bad accessories. They're both pretty terrible, with the exception of they do have killers that are exclusive to Final Fantasy VII units for Beast and Undead. And Beast and Undead are pretty pretty rare rarish killers. 
not the rarest, but it is a little bit harder to gear for those. So for Final Fantasy VII units specifically, these can be good, um, you know. But other than that, it's you know no one's going to ever use these outside of Final Fantasy VII units. Like it's, it's attack plus thirty. Like that is so so outdated. <laughs> yep. No, that's true. Um, Dark Visions. Uh, what do we need to know about this Dark Visions Senzar? Tell us a wise one. Uh, this one, um, it's it's the last. Based on JP, you know, I always have the disclaimer that global may change things because if I don't, someone will come back. You said this and they did this, but no. Based on JP, this is the last of the Dark Visions that has really high passive stats. So this one still does. So, you know, the, the big breakers are not important yet. But starting next Dark Visions, oh. um, uh, passive stats get basically removed. They drop to 10%, and then like one or two later, they're removed entirely. So the 90% breakers are going to be hugely important next month. But that's not that's not relevant this month. This month is um, the the magical stage is, like I said, it's a boss weak to fire and dark. It's a dragon. The physical stage is weak to water and earth. It's a human. Both of those have plenty of strong options. And I don't think anyone that is, you know, serious, hardcore in Dark Visions is going to have problems capping those, you know, for people that don't take Dark Visions seriously and don't have the better units, you know, of course, it still will be. But, um, you know, as usual, the final boss is going to be the big bottleneck. It's it's a beast. I believe it's going to be Ifrit because he's, like, the only beast Esper. All we know is it's a beast. We don't know which Esper specifically. It's probably Ifrit. But, um, <laughs> yeah, he's a beast. And um, some, you know, some recent options that are good against beast are the White Dragon Ling. She brings the AoE Beast Killer. Yep. Um, the, the new Tifa coming out next week during Dark Visions. She is extremely anti-beast. Her vision card gives 100% beast killer. She's got 200% naturally, so she's like super anti-beast. If you have Tifa, you're going to rule the scoreboard. If you don't have Tifa, you're not, you're not going to be in the top 1,000. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, if you, if you, if you don't pull the, the latest and greatest, you're not going to be in the top um, and then we round out the news with like bunch of freebies that they're giving out, which is pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, there, there's the the daily dark visions poll, which is, which has increased rates. There's um the every single ten poll. Yeah, every day for a month, we're getting a ten poll um, for Final Fantasy VII Celebration. It is um, unfortunately it has no increased rates. It doesn't even have a guaranteed gold. So. Lots of players are going to be getting 10 blues from this. But it, of course, can have, like, Aerith. Next week, it can have Tifa. The week after that, assuming it's Sephiroth, you know, he'll be in the pool. So the there is that. Updated there is that week is, is pretty cool, yeah. It is, it is. So there is that small chance you could get lucky. And just, you know, it does happen. That's how I got my Kingdom Hearts Riku on the JP server. I pulled for him, did not get him. I was raging. The very next day, I got him on the daily the daily 10 poll in JP for the free poll. So it does happen. All right. And then well, there was a lot of news this week, actually. We get, we it was announced that uh, Roberta won the unit selection contest. Dude, who did you vote for, Sinsar? Um... I I didn't vote. I think I think I think it was it was on Facebook only. If they had put it in the game, I would have happily voted. I probably would have voted for Ang the Archer. I I really like archers, and I wish Ang would be good. So I would have voted for him, but because it was on Facebook, I never even voted. I think it you know, was sh- on Twitter, but yeah. or, or Twitter either. I, I I didn't vote because of shame on me. 
but I, I would have voted for Aang. It is cool that Roberta won, though. She's had so many chances to be good, and she has missed the boat every single She actually had, like, four or five updates at this point. Her original, her remake, her enhancements, her, like, second round of enhancements, and every single time she's, like, missed the boat. So is the fifth round on Roberta going to finally land a proper meta slot? We'll see. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I voted for Berta. Um, I, it, it, I, I like Dragoons. I generally like, really like Dragoons, and that's why uh, Noctis is my lead right now. So, but uh, you're right. Roberta's track record has not been great. <laughs> and it's been quite sad. So, with that said, that's all the news that was released this week. Now, I feel like you're itching to talk about some other things, Sinzar. Was there anything else you want to mention today while you have this platform? Ah, that's that's mostly it. You know, the we already covered like the thing I'm a little bit irritated about, which is, like the nerfs to the premium units. But um, I'm not I'm not pulling for Aerith. So, and there's still there's still time for Gumi to read feedback and respond, and maybe they make adjustments for Sephiroth and Tifa. Um, you know, put the shards back in the the shop or whatever. We'll see. I certainly hope so because I really want to pull for Sephiroth, and I also kind of want Tifa as well, but. At the current stage, there's just no way I can afford going for both. So hopefully there's adjustments, because I would like to pull for both. Me too. I, I don't have anything, but I would I would want both. So there is that. Did they... Now, this is just me speaking out loud, uh, thinking out loud. But do you th did they ever say that they won't be included in the random MV pool? That, or are they always are all they all have the same rates, the premium MV, the regular MVs? Did they ever mention that in the video? Oh, you mean like, you know, once their banners end and yeah. the, the, just the, the general pool? Yeah. Um, as far as I know, they didn't say it specifically. Uh, if I was logged into, I, actually, JP's in maintenance. I can't even log in and check. Um, I'm pretty sure they're still the same rates in the random pool because, you know, in, in JP chat, you know, the, the gotcha channel, I check it out every now and then. A lot of people just randomly off banners, Sephiroth and Tifa and Aerith in the JP server. So. They seem I could just could just be RNG, I don't know. But um I think they have the same rate as anyone else once they go into the general pool. Okay. But I, I can't confirm that without without you know logging in and seeing the actual published rates. Okay. That makes sense. Do we have any questions from the listeners today while we do this? I see, I see that the chat was really active during the previous few minutes, but then now it's like oh, yeah. completely silent. Just for people watching on YouTube, um, you, uh, when this is recorded, we're doing it in a chat room as well, but the chat is, is muted on microphone, so yeah. <laughs> people on YouTube are like, the listeners, do you mean me? Sadly, you guys have been joined our Discord, so this is a good chance for you to join our Discord and hear this all live when we record it. So, um, somebody asks, opinions on Reddit people still not being happy at the developer response. What do you think, Sinsar? Uh, you mean the the reply they put on Facebook? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm I'm kind of mixed on the reply because uh, on on the on the one hand, like the fact that they said anything at all is a thumbs up. Like any kind of communication, good or bad, is better than none at all, in my opinion. So I'm glad. Uh, and and they did address some of the problems people are having or some of the concerns people have, like you know, skipped content. What about it? They didn't really like say what they're doing about it. It was more of like. We, we know you're upset and we're going to consider it. They didn't really say what they're going to do about it, which I would have rathered like a more concrete, like 
we know you're upset about Zeal. We're going to add him later and later and later. Or we know. Well, they actually did say series boss battles. We're going to add them three months from now, which is like, why so long? <laughs> the thing about SPPs is that they. I think this is like the third time they promised it coming back. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's kind of the concern here. Is like you know they make a lot of promises and then just don't follow through. Like if you remember, if you remember the big developer update in November, they had the roadmap. We're going to start doing enhancements and latency again starting on november and november came they gave epsilon they gave epsilon no they gave epsilon nicole and i think sweet luca her enhancements and then right after that nothing it just stopped again like what 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 happened you said they're they're gonna they're gonna return every single month we got them once and then just radio silence from there like what happened (laughs) say uh and and i i also like that they talked about ex abilities for previous envy units so the fact that they did confirm that they will start adding it. This oh, year. yeah, they, they're, they're going to be coming as well. They're, they're already so late and overdue. Like the original Aerith, her EX abilities, yeah. like when, when she gets them at some unnamed point in the future, like we're already like four months late for them. They were already outdated the day they came out in JP. And now we're still... It's, we're not ready for him yet. Like, what is going on? Like, why are they making us wait so long? I, I, I don't like that. It frustrates me. Yeah, I, I do like the fact that they did communicate, but the, the fact that they never underlined the whole question of why, which I think is, was frustrating quite a lot of people. It's like, oh, why is SPBs not happening? Why was EX abilities uh, delayed? But I, they never really clarified that. I feel like if this is just me speculating, it, it probably has to do with COVID and Cal, probably like in, in conjunction with together. And obviously, Gumi's understaffed. I think it's really obvious that Gumi's well understaffed for the tasks that they're doing. So, the frustration. It it, it, it could be, and and this this very well me me being completely ignorant um, about how this stuff is run. But I mean, does it really need like the entire team months of effort? to copy-paste a line of code to add an EX2 ability to air or something like... And again, I, I could be so far off base. I'm like, yes, it'll break the game if that happens. I really don't know. But just from an outsider looking in, it seems like it would be so simple to just copy-paste an already existing update from JP. Mm-hmm. Why does it need six more months of work to make it happen? But, I mean... I really have no idea how their code works. Maybe, maybe it really does take six months to add in an EX2 ability. I don't know. Yeah, no, that that's true. Uh, what's even odder is that we do have EX2 abilities for some odd-ass units. Like, I think uh, Lauren got it, and someone else did in GL. Yeah, they, they've added a few. Lauren, um, uh, Axstar. Uh, I think there was one more, maybe. Uh, maybe not. I forget. <laughs> that was a couple. <laughs> that, that, it was like so weird. Saul. Yeah, the chat got me. Saul had got it as well. Yeah. It was just so weird. So, <laughs> there's... I mean, let's be honest, consistency wasn't Gumi's forte ever, but even there. Um, yeah. Yeah, the other question was, do you think that they should pull, uh, people should pull for EX3 7 Tifa, or is EX2 enough for the skills? Um, yeah, EX2 or versus EX3 on the global server, assuming they bring everything. See, th- this, people are, people are all assuming they meant everything. I'm a little unsure about that. The wording in the video was removing EX2 abilities to, or EX3 ability to EX2. I don't know that means the passive 500 attack power or if it means the actual abilities. 
if it does mean everything was moved to EX2, including the EX3 500 attack power passive, in that case, the difference between EX2 and EX3 on global for Tifa and Sephiroth is not going to be the biggest deal. The only thing that will really be is the Vision card. And while the Vision card is a big deal, it's still going to be very approachable at EX2 only. Because then you're only missing the card and 500 additional flat attack, which means you're going to be going from, you know, on average for a best-in-slot Sephiroth to about 7,300 to about 6,700 because the, the card's a little bit lower attack as well. But the card so, also I mean, has static it, attack too, doesn't it? It's 500, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's going to be... It's, it's going to be a nerf. It's going to be worse not having the card, but it won't be as bad as JP. So I, I think for a budget option, stopping at EX2 on Sephiroth and Tifa is still going to be very, very strong, better than almost every other unit in the game, even at EX2. Um, EX3 is certainly better, and I want to go to EX3, but that's going to be so expensive, and you really got to think long and hard. You want to go, just making up a number, 120,000 just to add... 25% more damage to your one unit, or do you want to spread that 120k across three banners for three different units? You know, it's it, it's it's really a personal decision. I'm I'm leaning towards going all in. I love Sephiroth. You know, I want him to be the best, but but I am I am strongly considering stopping at EX2, so and that 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 final decision I'll make when the banner actually comes out. As an FF15 fanboy, I went hard on the Arden and Noctis banners, as most people know. Does that mean that Noctis and Arden aren't valuable anymore after the Sephiroth Tifa era starts? Um, well, they, they still are because, you know, assuming assuming you have both Sephiroth and Tifa, that's two out of your four DPS slots in Dark Vision. You know, usually you bring two support units like the Breaker and then the Imbuer and all that. So usually you bring about four DPS units. So even if you have Sephiroth and Tifa, you've still got two more slots to fill. So you're going to probably bring... Like, assuming you have every unit in the game, it's at this current point in time, when Sephiroth's banner comes out, it's probably going to be, you know, if you have everyone, it's probably going to be like Tifa, Sephiroth, Zidane, and then Noctis or Arden, depending on the fight, you know, for the final boss. Interesting. And then, then, then you know, two support units, like, you know, Venera for breaking, and then, like, I don't know, Nicole for the field and the, the, the imbues and all that or something. Yeah, I mean... Th- it, it felt like a good ride for uh, Noctis, and now I can now that it's see that it's ending, I, I kind of get sad. Like within next week. Noctis well, we, we we we've still got we've still got at least at least one month, maybe maybe two, before they've been completely left in the dust with all new units. Assume when you pull every single unit that comes out, oh, like so um like you know Sin and like Kurosame, while compared to Tifa and Sephiroth, they're quote unquote bad or not as good but they are still better and stronger than like the current units we have like yeah. noctis and arden and all that so even though scene is not on sephiroth's level he is still stronger than noctis at a, as a finisher cyan but okay um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fact that slb units though it pisses it just pisses me off slb as a mechanic so it it, it does it does make it so that if you want to use like any brave shift units, this feels like the last chance to do so. Because uh, the next brave shift unit, I think, is like what Yuna. I don't know actually. Maybe there's something in between. Cel- Celeste. Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> Celeste, as you say it. Uh, there, there's there's a few others. Um, I, I'm I'm blanking in my mind, but th- there are others that come out. 
but but yeah, yeah. Going forward, the majority of units are super limit burst. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck that noise. <laughs> um. Oh, true. Aerith does have the light amp, so maybe Noctis could still be useful for that bit. If we make a light team, I mean, I don't think yeah. light teams are good yeah. at all. There's only Noctis and Aerith. Yeah, the, the the problem with with light element is there's no field like that. That is the big hang up. There there's the Nyx field, which is like kind of a light field, but not. And then there's the the the, bay, the Draconian Fina field exactly. for magic only. But who, who builds magical teams? Truth be told, uh, yeah. But there's no physical light field at it. There's still not in the JP server. Like you know what's going on here. <laughs> I feel like because I don't have Zidane's STMR, I'll, I might just go with light teams instead. Let's let's see what happens to the Stevie. What will they do with Aerith with the four hundred percent buff? Because that's the only way I can access it. I think. Uh, it is, but but keep in mind, Aerith's four hundred percent buff. If you don't want to imbue your team, her shifted LB applies the buff without the imbue. So you can get the buffs mm -hmm. without forcing the imbue on your team. That makes that that makes true. That makes true. Well, I think we covered all the news today. And I think that's all the questions. We did. So people were asking, you know, where's the Newsday pod? Shadow's got us. I do, but the th here's, here's the issue. Now, this is what I'm going to ask people to do. Tag the fuck out of Barrows to upload the previous episode onto Spotify, because it's still not up on Spotify. So, Barrows uh, is at, sadly, well, not sadly, but he's on vacation, much earned vacation So with this family. So we let him do that. So we're covering ground while he's gone. But because... He's not here. The podcast still hasn't been uploaded on uh, Spotify. Oh, yeah. but it's on YouTube. But you can uh, access on YouTube. Just one quick addition. Flat mentioned a good point that we never, we never even mentioned this. The fact that the free Aerith with her holy finishing is a higher burst damage than most of the units on Global today. I think like only Zidane burst harder than a fully decked out Aerith. Um, I think she. I think Noctis and all might tie her, but she's still like in the top four burst damage on global with the Neo Visions Aerith. Like she, her finishing damage is exceptionally powerful, but it does require very good gear. She's one of those units that with bad gear, she's not going to scale well, or she's not going to do well. But she scales very hard on like the proper STMRs, and to the fact that she burst very, very hard if you've got like all the best in slot. Is that her BS form? Basically. No, that, no, that's her base form. Her oh. base form, it uses a new plus three holy, although on global it might be plus two, but it's probably going to be the same modifiers. Yeah, it consumes your entire MP pool, and it gives one X modifier per MP consumed. So in like a general good build for her, she's going to have around 1,600 MP. Oh, that's, that's a that's a 16. No, it's, it's scale. Well, it's, yeah, it scales on spirit. And then the modifier is her MP. So that's 1,600 modifier scaling then on her spirit. And you can reflect it on your party and it all bounces back to multiply it by six extra times. So it's it's real powerful. There is that. We did forget about that. We just need to MP the fuck out of her, don't we? Yep. Yeah, she wants really high MP and really high spirit. All right. That is it for the podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. See ya. Later.